and welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name's Quentin. With me, as always, is my brother Travis. Today we are covering a little band called The Sundays, and we're going to play some songs off their 1992 record, Blind. And yeah, this this group popped up on some spot. It was probably my, my Discover Weekly. And it just hit. I think it was this song, too. That So that, that intro that we did was uh, the only single, I believe, on this record. It's called Goodbye. The, yeah, that was the first time that I ever heard any of their stuff because I don't I purposely try to stay away so I could I could be uh you know going to this fresh right and yeah I think I think your your comparison last week to the cranberries was good like I can I can I can hear that a little bit Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's more in like the tone of the guitar maybe and yeah yep maybe the yeah the the riffs and kind of how how they approach and yeah and I think like the the um the range of her vocals is kind of similar to um oh wordian I, I always butcher her name but uh it's dolores dolores or wordian i think her name is it's a tough one yeah i'm intrigued man i'm happy about this I'm, like i'm stoked and i think you're right this is a good this is a good fall um vibe that they're putting out you know what i mean it just makes you conjure up warmth like you said right so yeah yeah, dude. You know, I think I think last year, maybe the year before, we 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 spun up uh, Coldplay's "Parachutes" because we kind of agreed that that was a good record. That for this is an autumn time of the year. Album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, and we're kind of just I'm just flying by the seat of my pants on this one, dude. So I don't have much research on them, dude. That's the only way we fly around here. But guess what, dude? Here's what Wikipedia has to say. So they were formed in the late '80s. It's an English alt-rock band so we've got harriet wheeler she's the the lead singer david gavarin is the guitarist uh we've got paul brinley on bass and patrick hannon on drummer (laughs) on drums (laughs) and i am rusty dude (laughs) i am rusty (laughs) yeah you know what q we all we all um we're not gonna judge you well here's another thing dude Peek behind the curtain. We're recording this at so it's t- it's ten fifteen in your neck of the woods. It is PM yeah, right. PM because this is the only time you know if I'm going to be able to record, it's going to be after we put Ronan down to sleep. So I'm not used to recording this late. This is the after hours no filler that you're hearing right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My body's still not used to you know we we um we moved our clocks backward right so my body still thinks it's. At eleven fifteen. So well, let's hope yeah. that this is the last time we have to do that. You know, it's on the table, right? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. I, you know, I actually like it getting darker outside sooner. I don't know why, but um, you know, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna be upset if uh, if we get rid of this uh, this uh, you know archaic uh, ritual. It, you know what who, I mean? Who who is wanting this to to continue? I don't know. Who some farmer, from this, some sort of farmer. No, no, dude. That's a that's a total <laughs> BS. Uh, I mean, that's the origin of it, right? No, it's not. It's uh, I, I oh, forgot what, what the hell. No, dude. It's a that's a like a. It was some some company like what? 
Of course. It's kind of like it was kind of like that that breakfast cereal brand that that said that breakfast was the most important meal of the day. Oh, so it's all marketing. Yeah, yeah, yep. (sighs) Always the case, dude. Don't quote me on any of that. But anyways, moving on. (laughs) Yeah, we're probably dead wrong on that. Anyway, uh, the point you're trying to make is, you know, maybe we're a little a little sleepy right now. And we're so we sleepy. might say some stupid shit, but right, that's exactly. fine because this musical will, will wake us up, you know, that'll give us the energy that we need. That's right, dude. And really, I don't have much else on these guys. You know, I got the roster for you. So, you know, their names, if anyone cares about that. But really, we're just going to jump right into the tunes. Yeah, we don't, we just need, let's just get right to it, man. Let's this it, music man. is going to speak for itself. Let's do it. All right. We're going to, we're going to jump right into track one, dude. Drop the needle, this is what you hear. All right, again, this is the Sunday's album. This is their second studio album from 1992. It's called Blind. And the song is called I Feel. I feel that that's a great song. <laughs> and I have lots of feels when I listen to that song. <laughs> nice one. Um, well done. Yeah, I was, you know, I, I had that I formulated right when I, right, right when you told me the, I, it doesn't matter what the song 
uh, how I ended up uh, feeling about know, it. Falling. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke <laughs> like that, but no. A um, lot of lot of great things in that song. Like the you know obviously the chorus. You know that that sort of like vocal uh, the way the vocal is gonna open up there, right? And then that really cool guitar breakdown that that kind of sounded like a shoegazy kind of um, tone and an effect on the guitar there. And you know what, dude? They got the Dream Pop label on them. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, well, this is a good way, I think, to to, to do what we always do, right? And ask the question of, like, what's the difference between Dream Pop and shoegaze? I think when you listen to a band like this and then yes. you listen to My Bloody Valentine right afterwards, it's clear. It's pretty clear cut, you know what I mean? This is very dreamy. Yeah, this this to me is Dream Pop. It is very poppy <laughs> and dreamy, but the fact that you know you heard a, a little bit of that shoegaze guitar sound, but it's yeah. just it's used sparingly. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but like if if for dream pop in the '90s, because that was the label that they slapped on pretty much anything that was in the shoegaze vein. This is what I'm going to point to as you know, a, a good representation of dream pop in the nineties or maybe the cocktail twins. And then jangle pop is also referenced here as a genre. Now that I can get behind as well. You know, coming, coming off of last week's grunge alt rock kind of shoegaze revival with soul blind. This is definitely a left turn. We've been heavier on the heavier side of grunge and shoegaze. Mm-hmm. We, I think we need to, which is my comfort zone cue. You know, we need to get dreamy. Yeah. Okay. And how about we do that by playing the next song? What do you say? Let's let's do it. Let's do it, sir. So the next one that I am bringing, track three on the record. So this one is called Life and Soul.
love that, dude. The second half of that yeah, song is just beautiful. It just repeats that line over and over and just fades out. Yeah, beautiful. Love it. So I, great. I feel like I'm being rocked to sleep, you know, by All an angel. Being you know? rocked by the sea. Be, well, is that the name of the song? No, oh, no, okay. but it, that's the, the, those the last line there that repeats. It's all my sea, all my blue. It's mm. singing about like the ocean shore and diving deep. I gotta say that's a risk to play that song at ten thirty at night, dude. I almost fell asleep. <laughs> but that's a compliment because that's uh, yeah, beautiful, man, beautiful, um, and very like yeah, hypnotic, you know, especially mm-hmm. the way that she repeats the line at the end. Yeah. And the guitar, you know, it, it really, it, it kind of sounds like a lullaby, you know? And you know a lot about lullabies right now, don't you? Dude, don't get me started, man. <laughs> Have you played um, this song for Ronan yet? No, no. I've been doing a lot of uh, Aurora Foo Fighters. Oh, dude, lullaby. I used to fall asleep to that song. <laughs> me too. Back when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, maybe me both too. Of us did. Yeah. <laughs> I would put it on repeat, like, you know, back in the day with Walkmans, right? If you had a fancy one, there was a repeat button. Dude, are you stealing my memory? Because I used to do that. I put it under my <laughs> pillow. I put it under my pillow. I had one of those MP3 players with speakers in it, and I put it under my pillow so it would be quiet enough, but I could hear it, and I had it on repeat. We had the same childhood, Q. The same life, it seems like. So Interesting. I didn't know you did that too, dude. <laughs> I did. And it was a war, too. That's a really good lullaby. And you know what else is good, dude? Everlong. If you slow it down a little mm-hmm. bit. Everlong's great. It's a it's a good lullaby. I agree. So here's the deal, dude. They uh, what's the deal, Q? They found out in early '93 that the Sundays was named one of Winona Ryder's favorite bands. I don't know. I just wanted hmm. to throw that in there. That is relevant, <laughs> I think, because who doesn't like Winona Ryder? Especially nowadays, you know what I mean? Right. Thanks to Stranger Things. So the. Uh, you know, the hip alt-rock aficionados were, were, you know, starting to pay attention once this second album came around. I assume that one on the right was, was an alt-rock aficionado. I don't know. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm feeling loopy right now, dude. Uh, dude, it's I know, it's weird. It's, it's weird. I'm off, too. And I think that song just, just put me in the right state of mind right now, just to kind of float. Well, something really interesting, dude, and this is, I, I got that why a writer information from this article from 93. Okay. Uh, where Ed Condren interviewed David. And guess what, man? I thought this was really cool. It's kind of unconventional in the way that they write their songs, but it's, it's uh, Wheeler and Gavron who writes most of the songs. And Gavron says, the way we write is, I'll put down a lyric and Harriet will write the next line. I admit it's kind of weird since I don't know how many other writers work that way, but it works for us. We like that a person can be writing a song one way and the other person can take it on a completely different tangent. That's dope, dude. Hmm. So this amazing song that we just heard, whoever put down the first line, here dive below, the other person wrote, here I go. (laughs) And they go on Hmm. from there. We're on wow. the shore, down by the sea. Here I go. Water under is cool. We're the life and soul. I mean, it's just cool to think about, man. That is it's, cool. It's coming from both of them. Yeah, that is cool. And then the last two lines, it's all my sea, all my blue. So that's how they wrote the song? 
that's most of the song. Yeah, it says it says actually it's the only way we know how to write. <laughs> hmm, that's cool, man. They're they're kind of giving you their uh, their formula. Yeah, their formula. That's cool. Well, with that in mind, dude, let's jump into my next pick, which is you know what? I think we're just gonna play it the whole track all the way through like we did with this one. It's just over two minutes long. This one is track five on the record. It's called On Earth. song man you know it's so this is 92 right i think uh, i want to say that the cranberries first record you know what kind of put them on the map and stuff is or what made them so that you know they were just so refreshing compared to all the machismo and the top testosterone <laughs> you know what i mean those yeah. coming out and so like i'm getting the same i think coming off of last week's episode you know it's just it's just nice this is a this is like a a palate cleanser, you know what I mean? I bet when on a rider was into the cranberries. Oh, freaking one hundred percent. All right, so here's who I'm who I'm getting, who I'm reminded of, and this might just be because um, running up that hill blew up this year because of Stranger mm. Things. But I, I'm getting Kate Bush vibes. Talk about Stranger Things, huh? <laughs> um, and I think Elizabeth Fraser too. Since we talked about Cocktail Twins. Yeah. You know, let's just name all the female singers. That right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, with Elizabeth Fraser or whatever, like she's one of the things that you always, you know, what she's known for or whatever is like how ethereal, like more 
traditional like singing style that was like you know sometimes operatic and shit not not literally but i mean just like yeah more of a traditional singer i I get that vibe from her with the way that the harriet wheeler sings you know it's a very pretty style of singing that and their song structures is like for a you know a a pop band their song structure is different right like that that last song on earth it really didn't have a, a verse chorus structure right it just kind of took you along kind of told this short little story and then it was over like it didn't really Mm -hmm. there was no bridge there was no circling back around to a verse you know like it didn't repeat itself in that way that most traditional songs do and it was over before before i knew it right like i could have sat in that Mm mm-hmm vibe for way longer than two minutes and 22 seconds yeah it, it is funny because like it's a short song but it, it almost feels like it ended too soon you know yeah but it was but but it was so like complete too <laughs> yeah it was it was definitely a uh, like a, a finished thought or whatever but I, at the same time it's like oh you know it's over i wish it would i wish it would keep going you know what i mean i wish there was another another verse you know? well and they wrap it up with a nice pretty bow right because in the middle of the song the question's asked, could a heaven on earth be ours here and now? And then at the very end, it says, I tell you, when a heaven on earth is all ours, come on down. And a heaven on earth is all ours, but not now. This song reminds me of uh, San Junipero. I think I've talked to you about this episode of Black Mirror. Mm. Um, that it, It's a movie-length episode. It's probably my favorite out of the whole Black Mirror series. It's a it's a love story. Uh, it is set in the well. I'm not, I can't give it away, dude. I was gonna say it's set in the '80s, but it's not. That's all I'm gonna say. Anyways, this song, <laughs> this song fits perfectly in that in that uh, story. Anyways, let's play my last pick, dude. Let's get this over with, dude. We're all over the place. This is a weird one. Time to get to sleep. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's well, right. dude. Uh, I mean, not to call it weird, but this is definitely. A, a very unique entry into the the no filler catalog like we don't talk about bands like this very often so it is different like it's funny that we're doing this at 11 o'clock at night because this band is very sleepy time you know what i mean i feel like i need to be Ethereal. that that yeah i need to be that bear on the sleepy time tea packaging right now with my little like <laughs> pajama hat on and stuff yeah you know, my, my my pjs on like with this music with my with my chamomile and stuff well if i remember dude this last one that that we're gonna play it's actually a little bit more lively all right good let's let's and let's pick it up here all right we're jumping down to track eight this song is called what do you think
Yeah, this song had more like the guitar style had more of a, um, you know, it's funny because like early 90s, a lot of guitar players, including the Cranberries guitar player, like they still had their foot in like the new wave sound a little bit. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm hearing some of that in this in this guitar style here. Like, you know, we're still, you know, one foot in the 80s or whatever. Does she, uh, is she, what's, I'm trying to place the accent. They're from Bris- Bristol. England. Okay. 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 Cool. I like the I like the pace of that. Like I like the. Um, That's what I get from this band. Is what always it stands yeah, out to me. The pacing. The and pacing stuff. of this their songs. Yeah. The song structure. Yeah. Very very the, cool. The, 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 they're yeah. She and and whoever else is is coming up with the lyrics stuff. It's, really really good. It's at, her and David. Right, and they're going and they're doing the back and forth and back and forth thing, and that's probably why we get these unique song structures. Do they do that for every song, dude? It says in that is that literally how they? I do mean, every that's song? how that's that's kind of what he's hinting at. He says here, actually, it's the only way we know how to write. Wow, man, that's really that's really group. cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like a game of telephone or something, or not telephone, but like a game of um. There's some game, dude, where <laughs> that's how you do it. You go back and forth. Um, yeah. <laughs> with with somebody, right? It's just um, some game, dude. <laughs> yeah, but have you like have you have you heard of those like those things yeah. where like like Mad Libs? Yeah, Mad Libs maybe. Kind of like you write a sentence, you pass it on to the next person. Yeah, they add on to that. Sure, you know what I mean. It goes to the next person, but that's that's interesting how they just spell it out for us too. It's like yeah, this is how we write songs. Would you put them anywhere near REM? Maybe, maybe some of the, maybe some of the guitar. Okay. I mean, there's that jangliness. I mean, that REM had a lot of jangly guitar. Yeah. Sound, especially RE, uh, murmur, you know, and that's probably just what I'm thinking of as murmur and the, and the album after that reckoning. Yeah. The, the first two REM records, which came out in the eighties, which is what I was saying, like yeah. that jangly pop kind of like sound. That, Keeping one that from the 80s, sort of dude. started, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can hear that, but not. I wouldn't say in the way that like um, Michael Stipe, you know, approaches his song structures and stuff. Like, you know, of course, he was very, very like unique in that in that aspect of it. But yeah, I can hear it maybe in the in the guitar guitar stylings, you know. But yeah, I I you know I feel like the one word I could say after listening to these four songs is like I'm just intrigued by these guys they're just yeah. there's something about them that's interesting and different yeah so apparently this record is the writer of this article says here blind was recorded with an array of overdubs and is significantly more baroque than its bare bones predecessor so this is when they kind of took a turn in the way that their the overall sound of their albums felt you know like the vibe more overdubs more baroque that's that's where that you know kind of jangly dream pop comes about and then they had another album after this one called static and silence which brought them their most successful single it's a song called summertime which made it to the top 15 in the uk so and then after that they kind of went on hiatus so they just got these three albums and it was five years in between blind and static and silence so yeah, I'm intrigued too, man. I'm curious about what the bare bones sound is from this band with their debut, and I'm curious kind of where they take the sound after Blind. Do they still make music? I mean, have they done what a bunch of '90s bands have done and kind of like had a comeback and and whatnot? Uh, so it says on uh, Wikipedia, you know, it's got it all broken down by the records and like the time frames between these records, and then it says 2014. 
possible return. <laughs> Says in April 20. 20- yeah, and that was, that was back in 2014. No updates since then, so I guess not. It says uh, they responded first let's see if the music we're currently writing ever sees the light of day and then we can get on to the enjoyable globe trotting meets concert planning stage so i guess it uh never saw the light of day because that was in 2014 mm, okay. that was nearly a decade ago and i don't see anything else on here about any other music from them past 1997 so that's a big no dude so this is all we got these three three records but anyways, give this album a listen, dude. Press play on track one, dude. You you will not be dissatisfied all the way through. And to top it off, dude, we're going to outro out with this. The very last song on the record, which apparently only shows up on the U.S. release, which was on Geffen Records. They cover the Rolling Stones' Wild Horses, which is one of my favorite Rolling Stones songs. All thanks to uh, Bojack Horseman. Shout out to the other Horseman mm. fans out there. <laughs> this this song shows up in that uh, show, and they do it justice, dude. And they they put their Sunday's stamp on it. It's great. So that's what we're gonna fade out with. And that's all I got, brother. And I would like to wrap it up. It smells like my wife's making cookies, dude. So I gotta get out there and get me a piece. That sounds amazing. <laughs> anyway, who who we play? Who we cover next week? We're gonna do. Cocktail Twins? Who are we going to cover? Uh, are you are you saying right here, right now, dude, that you can commit maybe to another 10 p.m. recording? Possibly. We'll see. I can't promise you. What else are you doing at 10 p.m., dude? Or what time is it over in your next? Seven? Eight? It's nine o'clock. Nine. But you know what, dude? I most the, Usually I'm spending this time with Sarah because we, get, we finally get Ronan down and it's just us. Well. But maybe, dude. I might be able that's to. That's fine. We'll see. Cocktail Twins? Uh yeah, I think cocktail twins could be good. Um now uh, you know, can we get by without playing Heaven or Las Vegas? We'll see. I love that song. Do it as an intro. We usually let singles slide on intros, you know. Yeah, I think there was a couple singles. Cherry Funk, right, Cherry Colored Funk, I know was one of them. Heaven or Las Vegas is the other one. Let's do that next week, because I think that's a good a good segue from the Sundays and, you know, brings us a little bit closer to shoegaze. You know what I mean? It brings us back a little bit, but still I think stays true to this left turn that we've taken here. Yep. Sounds good, dude. All right, cool. And then, Hey man, before you know it, we're going to, we're going to be doing our, our countdown of best, best 2022. I can't believe it's already here, man. No, this was a great year for music, man. It's gonna be hard for me to, to narrow down my my faves. Yeah. So I'm with you. All right. Let's just, you know, let's get out of here, dude. It's time for me to go to bed. It's sleepy time. As always, you can find us on Twitter at NoFillerPodcast is the handle. I meant to say Instagram, my friends. Do not reach out to us on Twitter. I'm pretty sure we still have a Twitter handle. I might as well delete it but at this point. Yeah, don't. Please don't message us on twitter instagram is where you can find us at no filler podcast reach out to us there and as i promised we're going to fade out with the sunday's cover of the rolling stones wild horses so this is a song that was originally on their 1971 record sticky fingers and this is the sunday's rendition of it that's how we're going to fade us out tonight 
Thank you, as always, for listening. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.